You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. I like DJ in the fight only because I don't like Damon Jackson's tattoo that you just pointed out to me. What what is that thing? I mean, it's better than whatever's know. on Kelvin Gastelum's face right now. But what is that thing? I don't know, dude. He's just got like two lines going up and down his back. Like it, it makes his back look like the freeway. I don't understand what's going on there. Yeah. No reason to bet against the guy right now. He's plus 110. That fight just started. EA came into this fight as a slight favorite at minus 135, but he's coming out hot. Who are you liking the main event of this one tonight? Sean Strickland and Nazardine Imabov, the only one we're waiting on after this. Oh, man. I am going to go with Imabov. I think that uh, Sean, I just am worried, dude. Like, the idea that he is basically, you know, he was on our show and discussing about, you know, this is what he does for a living. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, he discussed everything. Yes, fair enough. Uh, but he, you know, was just basically saying, like, look, I think he had an opportunity to make some money on a on a short notice. Didn't have to cut any weight to do it. Um, he's a tough, tough guy. I just think that's tough. You're just being dropped in the middle of everything and saying, hey, go ahead, go, go win a main event. I'm worried about with him. And you know, he has lost his last two fights. Although, look, the Cannoneer fight was close. I picked Cannoneer, so obviously that's how I see it going that night. So I'm biased on that. But I get it. You know, I, I get his gripe with that fight. And, you know, maybe he comes out and, and surprises us and does something different. I just don't think he's going to. I feel like he's always going to be who he is. And I, I, fe- I feel like Imavov can handle that. I guess the only question is, you know, this is a main event spotlight for him. And, you know, as, as Feezy was saying, like, is that going to concern him? I don't know. I feel like feel like these guys prepare their butts off for it. They work for it. I think he'll be ready for it. A couple of big fights got announced basically as we went on air today. Rafael Fazeev will be taking on Justin Gaethje in London. And then looks like we're going to see the return of Bones Jones. We've been talking about this for a long, long time. John Jones and Cyril Ghosn. What, what, what style? Like, how do you see that one going down? Because we haven't seen John in a really long time. It's a fascinating question. Um, because I do see a lot of, like, John Jones qualities in Cyril Ghosn. Um, but man, it, it's, it's just the wrestling. And I think that's going to be the thing everybody goes to with this is like, you saw how John lost, or you saw how gone lost to Francis Ngannou. And yeah, I guess we could look at it and say, Francis Ngannou is the freak of all freaks. We're going to actually sit here and say, John Jones isn't a freak. This guy's been a freak since 19 years old. I mean, I guess technically he's been a freak his whole life, but to walk, you know, walk into the UFC is 19, be the youngest UFC champion, do all of these things. Um, you know, have some of the greatest fights of all time, do lots of drugs, come back, win a title again. I, I just feel like he took his time for a purpose. 
He methodically built up his body. He's going to move around great. I get the hesitancy to take him because you're like, well, Gon is one of the best heavyweights on the planet right now, and John has been on the shelf. I get that, but I think we've seen John at his best and, and how when he's motivated, that's the thing that's key to me, when he's motivated, and I think he will be because he knows what it would mean if he wins this fight, I think it shuts every any questions you have of his legacy up at all. Um, and I think that that's a dangerous thing. What he's going to be like after that, I mean, I think is almost more of a wild card than the first one back. I feel like the first one back, we may, may get one of the best John Joneses we've ever seen. How he handles it after that is going to be the question. It's not just the time off, though. Because if it was just the time off, I would agree with you. Nobody has gave themselves more experience at taking time off than coming back after a year to maybe Conor McGregor now that I say it out loud. But those guys have figured it out. But with John, it's not just that. With John, let's just call it what it is. He didn't look great in the second Gus fight. He didn't look that good at all against Dominic Reyes. And then I think, I'm not saying he went running from light heavyweight, but it felt like he cleared out the division, and I agree with him. Now he's fighting in a weight class that all these other guys have a lot of experience fighting in. So it's the time off. It's not looking the same the last time we saw you. And now you're fighting up. There's a lot of things. It's not just the time off. No, I mean, well, look, he did look good in that second Gustin fight. He dominated him. And I think that that was one where it's motivated because he that was a close fight between them. And then that meant something to him. DC fights does mean something to him. When it's Santos, when it's Reyes. I understand. I understand. I know were long ago but still like this guy has more experience of coming off layoffs than anybody in the history of the sport that's like he should have his own black belt for that just time off <laughs> coming back and doing awesome stuff john jones it should be his own martial art you know like who do you, I, I don't know i was gonna ask you real quick uh, who do you like in that fazid gaethje fight we've always talked about if those two guys got an octagon together it's gonna be a banger but as far as the odds go pick them I mean, you're going to get a lot of money coming on both sides. Man, that's a good question. Um, What are the odds going to be for that fight? Gaethje may be a slight favorite because I feel like, yeah, that's, that's around a little bit longer. The, you're, you're kind of on the same track with me. I, I feel like that's the case. Um, I don't know if people are quite on the Fazeev bandwagon yet. Um, I feel like a lot of, you know, people who are junkies and like us, I think they're going to, fly to Rafael and, and put their money on him if he is the underdog. But I, I can see a, a guy like Justin. I think it's going to be very close. Let me say that. I think the odds will be very close, but I think they'll lean towards Gaethje. Early Damon on. Jackson, Damon Ige going at it right now, and then coming up, the main event, Sean Ooh, Strickland and Nazarbin Umavov. I don't know that that fight's going to start before we get off the air here in a couple of minutes. So I like Strickland. I like him by knockout, even though you can only get like three to one on your money. If he does it, it's been a while and he needs it. Let's turn the page forward because next week we got a pay-per-view, first time in 2023, and talk about a few of these fights. Johnny Walker back on the main card taking on Paul Craig. I had Johnny Walker at 18 to 1 by submission his last fight. Remember that. Damn it if he didn't joke that guy out. I think I I'm gonna that. play that one again. I'm ready to wow. see Johnny Walker fight again. I'm ready to see Johnny Walker do awesome stuff too. I miss Johnny. Johnny Walker came out. You want to talk about a guy who started his UFC career? He was you know, the dude. And, and he was the dude. You know, coming out making love to your camera. Um, yeah, I mean that's great. I mean, but Paul Craig is, you know, he's coming off that loss to Uzdemir, but before that, he was rolling a little bit. That's a that's a tough close fight, but I think it'd be nice to see Johnny Walker, you know, kind of get something together again because I feel like he's a fun fighter. He does wild stuff. 
just don't do the worm, dude. Like, don't celebrate and uh, just no. just keep it to please. on your feet, please. You know, do do the hip thrust that you do where you get the get the TV pregnant. Um, noted Miami Dolphins fan on the card next ah. Saturday night. He is Dorino. He is Gilbert Burns taking on Neil Magny. Gilbert Burns was incredible against Hamzad to the point where I thought he was good. And then I had a whole different level. I think a lot of people did had a whole different level of respect for him, even though he'd already fought for a belt. Like this is a great fighter, but in our sport, we say styles make fights. I don't know, man, like Neil Maggie stuff. He's a bad matchup for everybody. Kind of a bad matchup for Burns too, but I'm still playing the yeah, I am too. I think, you know, Gilbert to me is like, he's almost the Dustin Poirier of welterweight right now. Like right. he's just that damn good. And I will take him basically anytime, except maybe against like the top guy. And even then I still think he has a chance. He's just, he's that special. He is Colby. just, he, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, he is, he is built himself up from, you know, to be such a good striker and all that work. So it's hard for me to pick against him in any matchup, but certainly I think against Neil Magny, uh, I like Dorino in that one. The uh, co-main event next Saturday night, UFC 283, is going to be for the fourth time, Davidson Figueredo taking on Brandon Moreno. We haven't gotten too much into the whole James Krause situation just because it's kind of sticky and kind of messy and we're waiting on all the information to come out, but it doesn't look good for Krause. I can say that That's much. your boy. There will you know, he's not my guy. He just happens yeah, to be sure, in boy. Kansas City. You guys got His facility is like 15 minutes away from where I'm talking to you right now. But, I mean, terms were used like insider and agent uh-huh. and offshore and all the stuff you don't want to hear. For people that don't know, recently, Brandon Moreno has been training with James Krause. The UFC said, hey, if you train with James Krause, you ain't fighting the UFC for a while until we get this all figured out. So Moreno, like everybody else, said, I got to go otherwise. Do you think that affects him in this fight versus Davison Figueroa? I think that if it was honestly against anybody else, I think that it right. would. But because he's got such a history with Davidson, like, <laughs> do you even need to game plan for this one? You have so much data on the guy. Maybe it's good to actually go somewhere different and learn a little something new and bring that to the table. Maybe something that Figueroa is not expecting. Because I feel like if you go four fights and they've all been very close and that one – was a coin toss. The first one was a draw. Moreno, super emotional win. The second one, like, I feel like it's almost great to have a new wrinkle to come in the next fight to it. So I don't think it's going to affect him. If it was against another top flyweight, I would say it would be a concern. But I think that this is, uh, it it almost lines up for him great that he's taken on an opponent he knows so well. Over an hour, BT, those guys have been in the octagon together. Crazy. It's great. Fighting each other. Fighting each other yeah. for, for over an hour experience. So, yes, it's not like anything new is going to happen. All right, then the main event next week, Glover Teixeira takes on Jamal Hill. For a main event, it eh, leaves a little bit to be desired. Luckily, it's a pretty fun card up and down. I think Glover gets his belt back. He's 43 years old, and to say that it's his time, it's past his time. But it's been past his time for a while. Jamal Hill is great. I think Glover chokes him out next Saturday night. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I wonder, too, like, does Glover still keep going after this? Like, what does he do? Because could you imagine winning the belt in Rio? Like, what a moment that's got to be for him. How does he get yeah. out of that? I mean, unless yeah. he says he wants to get out of it wants to get another one you know wants to get it right on yuri but man i feel like that'd be such a cool moment to to win the belt and walk away and then the light heavyweight division back up in the air it felt like yuri yuri for whatever reason had more beef with clover than the other way around like yuri's the one that said that he wanted the rematch even after beating him the first time it was such a great fight so i'm with you man like clover this feels like clover wins and lays down the gloves in the middle of the octagon. Oh, and when he's gone, that's he's, gone. Like, yeah, he's, cool. he's not one of these guys that's in their late 20s, or early 30s. That, like, you know, who knows if Khabib ever comes back? We don't know that. Or, I mean, he's also 43 and still fighting, though. What's he going to come he's back a- at 47? Get out of here. If he wins, he lays him down. He's done. It's like you said, the Gooseys for all of us. Speaking of for all of us, that's it for the Ooh, show. Yay! Appreciate our guest, Wheezy. Appreciate. Brendan Tobin, appreciate Jake, appreciate everybody from the BetQL Network, and you for checking us out. We'll catch you next week on the Sports Machine, Sean Levine, and you're locked into the BetQL Network. Good night.